Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody is having a great day and enjoying another day of great weather. It's been beautiful out there. Jeez, no complaints about the weather during nice. the day. Nice. Dave and Keen is alongside. We've got another loaded show for you. John McClain to begin the second hour mm. of the program. We'll talk about the Houston Texans who are coming to town. We'll have our McFarland six-pack of picks at 340. Uh, also, former Chargers player Sean Merriman oh. at 220. Well, isn't that appropriate? Mm. Anything going on with them? Oh, yeah, they got beat 120 to 21 last night. I think the Raiders just scored again a few minutes ago. Something like that. And they got up today and said, okay, let's clean house. Yeah. General manager gone. Head coach Brandon Staley gone. Chargers look like a team that was very, very disinterested last night. So they have made a change. A lot of people, like myself, have wondered how in the world has Brandon Staley made it this long. Finally, enough was enough. And also, the general manager gets us. So, yeah. a clean slate yeah. for the Chargers. So, we'll see uh, where they go from here. And, of course, we'll ask Sean Merriman what he thinks of what took place last night and where the Chargers need to go from here. Let's bring in Pat Spruduto, the man, the myth, and the legend. Kind of like John McClain. Yeah. That's what he is. That's appropriate. I am not even close to John McClain. John McClain's a movie star, too. He is. He is. Hmm. Aren't you glad the Chargers are in your division? Oh, you know what? They're, they're a really talented football team. They, you know, losing the quarterback doesn't help the situation. He's, he's one of the better ones in this league. You've got to be realistic. But see, why so, are you doing that to Pat? You know Pat okay, is not going to say. Why, I know. Pat, I'm sorry. On behalf of the McFarland Show, Pat, I'm sorry. Well, I, I, that's I what know he gets. Better. He took I a shot at me yesterday. That. I know better than that, Coach, so, to ask you about such things. The gloves but are clearly off. clearly Darren does not. The so gloves are off. I'm sorry, sir. He started yesterday's <laughs> interview with a shot. The gloves are off. The gloves are off. That's fair enough. Speaking of gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Pat. The floor is yours. Yeah, no, we're just trying to we're, we're trying to get as many things as we can to help uh, our homeless population here in Nashville. It's something we've done now for 27 years here, and uh, and again, the 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 outpour of help and support from the city has been awesome. And uh, what we're looking for is help. We are we're asking our 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 people and and the great community that we're a part of to help out and donate uh, new blankets, gloves, or socks. Um, And we have a couple drop-off spots. So we're just, we're limiting it to blankets, gloves, and socks. And we'll, we'll, we'll feed people courtesy of of Yogi's Pizzeria in, um, which is at uh, four, eight, Two five Trousdale Drive, Unit two thirty six, and Yogi has a a place that he can take donations from people. Um, so you can drop off up until the twenty third uh, any new gloves, socks, or blankets, and we as a group will disperse them to the homeless uh, Christmas Day, and uh, we'll give them a nice meal, hopefully a nice warm pair of gloves, a blanket, and some socks to some warm socks to kind of keep them going and. Uh, and you've been a part of this, Darren, so you kind of know uh, how grateful these people are as they go through uh, a tough one. It, it's, you know, I know the weather's been great, but the mornings are really cold, and I know because I head out in the mornings and, and the temperature's in the in the 30s, and then luckily it's, it's heating up to the 50s to give them some relief. So 
hopefully we can help out uh, in that way. And then you guys, uh, you guys have also stepped up, and you're going to have two live remotes, right? One of them is at um, is going to be at Birdie B's on Thursday. Birdie Bros. Birdie on Bros. Birdie Bros. Hendersonville. Birdie. Birdie Bro. Birdie Bro. Well, you know why I, I'm not good at that because I I don't hit many birdies. If it was, if it was eagle or double bogey, that's that's my game. Eagle, no chance. Birdie, no chance. And you're on fire today, man. You're you're good today, man. Yeah, once in the McFarland Show from 2 to 4 again uh, is going to be at Single Tree Barbecue, which uh, I hear is phenomenal. And that's at 2805 Old Fort Parkway in Murfreesboro. And you are welcome to drop off our you know, gloves, blankets, and socks, and we will make sure everything gets dispersed. And then the, the final way you can help is if you go to uh, – the Rosie Sperduto, R-O-S-I-E-S-P-E-R-D-U-T-O, and she has a uh, Facebook page and a um, uh, Instagram page. I'm sorry, I'm IT illiterate. And there's a uh, there's an icon that you can donate a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you want to donate. Feel free to donate it. Every penny will get spent on on material for the homeless, and that'll be blankets, gloves, and socks. At Rosie Sperduto on Venmo, Venmo, and you said people are already doing that. And what yeah, happens yeah. is the Sperdutos will go out, and uh, they will spend all that money on brand-new blankets, gloves, and socks, which, um, right. and by the way, and that's already been happening. And I and I have to thank my wife. She's agreed. We've been matching every donation thus far, and uh, you know what? It, it's been a, it's going to be an awesome Christmas because we're going to be able to help some people, and I'm I'm so grateful. Like I've I've told you before and over and over again, I'm grateful to WNSR. I'm grateful to you, Darren and Justin, taking uh taking a little bit of time away from from your show and and allowing us to to get out there and help as many people as we can in our community because we're so lucky. Hey, Coach, I'm I'm interested in why you have limited to uh, the blankets, the the gloves, and the socks. And last year, I believe you were doing hats. Uh, we, at one point, so why? What made you change your approach we, here? We did bags and hats and clothes and shoes, and and really, what happened was it was almost overwhelming. And then I had spoken to a couple, uh, a couple people that are you know have the the heartbeat of the city downtown, and they are just uh, afraid with that, with so many different things. You might get it because the homeless population has has nearly doubled oh, downtown. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, no, sir. it's... Yes, since, sir. Pat, since and, we've been doing this, it's probably... Uh, seriously, what? Tripled, quadrupled? Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. It's And if you go back to way back, you know, it was... we The first time we went out, like, what a group was, was down... We hit uh, the, the waterfront and the library, and maybe we had 200 people, and now... I guarantee you, and you, you, Darren, you mentioned it yesterday, we're going to have to kind of expand because the city homeless population has expanded from just downtown. Um, and I, I think we'll, we'll be able to service easily 400 to 500 people this, this Christmas Day. 
Yep, it's real, and um, we need your help because um, it is. It's always been a big task, but uh, it's even bigger now because um, our city keeps growing every single day, and unfortunately, our homeless population keeps growing every single day as well. So, yeah, it's probably growing at a faster rate than than actually the population itself. If you go just percentages. Um, the percentage of homeless has, and this is coming from an, from an official downtown that said the homeless population is probably growing at a much rapid, more rapid rate. We're probably at 2% of, of the population, and then the homeless population is probably growing somewhere in the 8 to 9%. That's a, that, and, um, and it's on us as, as, as stewards of our city to try to help out in any way we can and just to give back. Um, those of us that are that are more fortunate have to take care of those of us that are less fortunate. Charlie Eblin is who owns Single Tree Barbecue uh, down in Murfreesboro. He is uh, he's excited about this. He loves doing things for the community. He's excited to help out mm-hmm. at twenty eight oh five Old Fort Parkway, which is um, the exit seventy eight mm-hmm. exit uh, right off there. Medical Center, right? No, no, it's no? the one past that. Okay. The, just the one. It's the the, very, the next exit. Okay. And it's right off there. Oh, fort. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I tell you what, um, he has been nice enough for anybody who will come in Tuesday when we're doing while we're doing our show and bring in a new blanket or new gloves or new socks. Uh, he will give a pork sandwich to, and this food there is fantastic. So he's been really nice to do that. That's where we're going to be on Tuesday of next week thursday of next week we're going to be at birdie bros up in hendersonville 300 indian lake boulevard suite 160 it's a brand new place it's fantastic you'll see next thursday and hopefully you can help out during show hours uh next thursday during that and then pat said yogi's pizzeria which is not far from here and ice cream don't want to leave out ice cream yeah um yeah 4825 drive unit 236 uh, like I said, it's not far from the radio station. People can stop in there and take their donations. And then lastly, people have been doing this. This is where we are in 2023, about to go into 2024. If you can't make it to these places or you just want to, you know, send cash, um, people have been doing that. Venmo, yeah. at Rosie's Perduto. And uh, those those donations have already been coming in. And like I said, when all the money is collected, the Sprudutos are going to go out and purchase all these these brand new items well, no, at, that we'll use. We're, we're already in the purchase portion where we're spending it as fast as it's coming in, and, and uh, Amazon is making a bunch of stops, <laughs> more, more stops than normal for my wife. They know uh, your house. <laughs> oh, they do. They do, unfortunately, and it drives me crazy. But I understand it's. Uh, but yeah, no. It, and again, it's. You don't, it could be five dollars, it could be three dollars, whatever. I know everybody's different and everybody has different circumstances. Every penny will be spent. So if you want to, if you want to donate three dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, it'll all accumulate. And remember, anything is better than nothing. And that's kind of been my motto for 27 years. Whatever we can do, we're going to do and we're going to get after it and we're going to make make somebody's day just a little bit better and uh and it's a credit to the, to our city and the people of the city so pat appreciate it we'll continue getting the word out have a great weekend and uh, we'll talk to you on uh, monday
All right, fellas. Kick, kick butt. Keep going. Thank you, sir. Pat Sperduto. He's a good one. Yes, sir. He's a keeper. Like him a lot. He's trying to help us out. He's trying to help the city out. And hopefully you can help us out. We would really, really appreciate it. So thanks uh, thanks to Pat for putting the word out on that. And uh, I think we settled it yesterday. He is not going to be the new Cats uh, head coach for the third time. Yeah, I'm about to say the third run. The third run. The the new old Cats head coach. <laughs> or however that goes there. Um, we talked about it. The Chargers got humiliated last night Whew. on Thursday Night Football, and I'll, I tweeted out, if you want to know why Al Michaels has been ornery on Thursday nights, yeah. i.e. see this game. Mm. I'm surprised last last Thursday night's game was at Minnesota and Oakland. I'm surprised, or Oakland, <laughs> Vegas. A 3 nothing game. Yeah. Just to hear him. I mean, can you imagine if he would have had 3 nothing and then that? Man. He would have been on tilt last night. Man. I need to apologize to the Las Vegas Raiders yesterday here on the program. Uh, I made uh, some comments that they maybe needed to have an offensive conversation after scoring uh, no points and not being able to win a 3 nothing game. Well, it looks like they had that conference. Yeah. It looks like they got together and talked about it a little bit because uh, they went out and racked up. 63 points, college football style, in a NFL game. Um, and, yeah, when you do that kind of thing, even when you have a backup quarterback, to Coach's point, even when you have a backup quarterback, you can't go out and have a performance like that. Uh, Brandon Staley, during his time there uh, with the Chargers, 24-25 and 25 after two and a half seasons. And you've got your elite, so, so some people think, your elite franchise quarterback in place there, uh, even though he's he got hurt just last week, but still the season wasn't going anywhere for them anyway. So uh, whoever's uh, going to take over there, they don't have to take a quarterback. They just have to build around uh, Justin Herbert to see if they can get the most out of him. And most people think if you can get the most out of him, uh, you're going to end up with something really, really special. But the, the, it wasn't going in the right direction, that's for sure. We'll come back. Sean Merriman, he will join us, and we'll do that next here on the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators who display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. Granger.com. 
Hey, this is Darren. And this is Justin. And we are the McFarland weekdays from 2 until 4 p.m. And we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Damon Keene, producer for the McFarland Show. And I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, along with Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogan, the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show, all of us wishing everybody the best of holiday seasons and even better 2024. 2023 was a great year. We're looking forward to more fun in 2024, and we thank you for your loyal listenership. We love the interaction. Keep the phone calls coming. And the holidays are about family. We consider our listeners very much a part of our family. Thank you for listening, and all the best during this holiday season from the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. I'm Joe Fisher from the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. From our family at WNSR to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. And- it's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad signs. can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It just the is. McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening to the McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. That is true, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Don't forget every day. You can watch us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. John McClain in Houston will join us to begin the second hour of the program. We'll talk about the Texans team that's coming to town on Sunday at Nissan Stadium. John has been doing it for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. He knows his stuff. And we'll talk to John coming up here in about uh, 40 minutes or so. Let's bring in three-time All-Pro in the NFL. He's Sean Merriman. He he owns Lights Out. You've heard him on this program many, many times. You can watch uh, whenever they put on their MMA events on Fubo Sports. We've we've also talked about Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, Something I've looked into, Fubo TV. And Sean now joins us. Sean, how are we doing? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Well, I think your former team could have used you last night. Uh, looked looked like they needed a whole lot more help than me. Uh, you know, uh, I would I would start by uh, a priest. A uh, <laughs> you know, Ooh, wow. You know, uh, it, it, you know, it, it was a lot, man. It, it was a uh, it was hard as a you know former player. It was hard for someone who's still around the organization and knowing the type of team and, and guys they have in the locker room. Not just talking about talent, right? We're talking about guys who are really good guys and care about playing football, and so. To put that product on TV yesterday was was kind of embarrassing to all of us, and um, you know I, I think they made the made the right decision. They had to by firing Brian Staley and also Tom Telesco. They had to do it. You yeah, it seemed uh, it, virtually impossible um, 
for that not to happen today. And obviously it did, as you just said. So let me ask you something, Sean. As somebody who played football for a very, very long time at a high level, and I've, you know, Justin and I have been doing this for a long time, and especially today with social media, it's easy for fans, for media, for people to say this what I'm this phrase that I'm about to say. And I just want to know from you, is it really true, especially at the highest level? When people say, ah, they quit on their coach, is that real in the pros? Yeah, because, you know, it's 11 guys on the field, so that doesn't mean the whole team quit. But you got some guys who are not just buying in. And in football especially, see, you can get away with a lot of stuff in the NBA, right? You got a star player, LeBron, LeBron James, can win a few games for you himself, right? I mean, you know, the big guys can win a game for yourself. Not in football. If you don't, if you don't got 11 guys on the same page, it is very, very difficult for you to go out and win football games. And so when they say that the team quit on you, they're not saying, hey, all, all 53 guys quit on you. But if you got 15 or 20 guys – on that team that's not believing anymore, that's what happens, what happened yesterday. They, you know, you get blown out. Uh, you get 60-plus points put on you, 42 nothing at halftime. I mean, those things, all things, should never happen on a pro level. So you understand this now that you're you're an owner and you're, you're you know, business is a part of your life post-playing career. You need to make good decisions or you need to have people in place to make good decisions for your business. This is a pretty important decision, John. You know, because they've cleaned house, and so they're going to start over with a new general manager and a new head coach, and they've got a franchise quarterback, which is what everybody's looking for in this league. And I think everybody feels like, even though Justin Herbert hasn't had any playoff success, they have their guy. How do you, how do you go about trying to make sure you don't mess this one up again? Because every year you lose with him, you know. Uh, especially when he's going to go on that second contract, it's vitally important right now to get it right. I, um, I Look, <clears throat> I feel for players in this standpoint, and sometimes when front offices make bad decisions or, or the team's organization make bad decisions on the coaches they hire, GMs they hire, staff they bring in, because guess who got to pay the price if it doesn't work out? Yeah. The players. Yeah. And so you look at a guy like Justin Herbert or Keenan Allen, um, you know, Mike Webb, I know Mike Williams went down with that knee and Austin Eckley, they kill a little Mac. They got bona fide Derwin James, they got bona fide superstars on this team. They do. And so if you make a bad decision with uh, you know, with these type of guys, it can affect the players long term. And I made a joke about a few weeks ago and there's been some great players to get that come out of college and go to some really bad teams and we never hear about them anymore, right? Bad coaches, bad, bad this, bad, that, everything. And so that happens, and guys can't rebound from that. I mean, this is how you take care of your family, right? This is what you're doing for a living, and your career is based on who they hire. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they, they have to make it right this time. I know a lot of chatter about some older coaches that's kind of been around this has some success, some new coaches coming up. But this time coming around, when you're dealing with this roster, these guys are in that locker room right now because they, they got a bunch of talent. You have to get it right. Yeah. Uh, look, that is so well said because Justin has heard me say this many, many times on the show. People have been listening to me for a long time, have heard me say this. doesn't matter how talented you are doing, let's just say for the sake of this, doing sports talk radio. If the people above you aren't making good decisions, you have no chance of success. You just don't. 
And that's really any business, right? I only apply it because this is what we do. It's really any business. And so that's why I asked you as a business owner, because I, I'm curious, you've been on both sides, right? You, you know, you, you got to deal with your fighters now, but you, you were a player. And so, like you said, as a player, some things are made out of your control. And if they're bad to business decisions, it affects you and there's nothing you could do about it. No, and then the fact the fact is you gotta deal with it for a long period of time. Yeah. You know, you somebody like Josh Jacobs, right, who literally came in and blew up an entire organization himself. I mean he literally literally blew that thing up. And you got superstars like Devontae Devontae Adams and Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs. These guys are the ones that suffer, right? Over a bad hire or a bad, you know, coaching decision. And those guys, you know, they take their money because he got bought out the rest of the contract and he'll probably have an offensive coordinator job sometime next year somewhere and so the lingering effects are staying with these guys careers who are getting wasted so you got to make sure that when you do things now with this talented roster because i really believe this and i'm not just saying this i'm a former charger i believe that they have enough to win the super bowl with that roster they have right now in my opinion i believe that they have enough to get deep in the playoffs and put themselves in a the, in the position to possibly win the super bowl but it's only going to happen when if you bring in the right staff of people to make make sure that happens why do you think, and this is, I mean, while we're on the subject, because we've also talked about, we've said, you know, everybody thinks, oh, once you have that franchise quarterback, you always win Super Bowls. No, that's no, not no, the case. No. We, we've talked about it. We, we've stated the examples. There's been, you know, unfortunately, Dan Marino, you know, that's what he's always going to be remembered. Didn't win a Super Bowl. Plenty. And we honestly, we've, we've talked about Phillip Rivers. Um, he's a franchise quarterback. I think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Without question. He, he didn't even get to the Super Bowl. It's so it's not given, Sean. Right? Like it is a team sport. It's not given if you have that guy, you're going to reach the promised land. No, not at all. Because you need somebody to get you over that hump, right? Um, and I and I've been a part of it. I think I played in what two or three AFC Championship games. We had you know several. I mean, between 2005 and 2010, I believe we could have won a Super Bowl in any one of those years. Uh, we had a, a real shot, a real opportunity, and we didn't. And so you need somebody that's going to take you over that hump when you have this type and this level of roster. So this next this next hire, whoever they bring in, you know, they have a little time because uh, Giff, uh, who is the interim head coach, was my defensive uh, uh, line coach, was my defensive coach in Buffalo. So I got a really good relationship with him. He's very well respected in the locker room. And, you know, his whole thing, I just talked to him a little while ago, his whole thing is, look, I, I, we want to make sure that this is the best possible situation for these next three weeks. He's not thinking long term, not trying to do it. He's trying to make sure that the, the, the energy, the product that they put out in the field for these next three weeks is, is up to the fan standard, the organization, organization standards, and finish out what's left of the season. So I think they made a, a really good decision, decision with, with Giff um, because I think that he has enough respect in that locker room where he'll at least get guys to play these last three weeks. Sean, I've been on your Twitter account or X or whatever you want to call it these days, and uh... – uh, you know, are, are you okay? Yeah, everything's all right? You know, because, you know, people got you on here crying. And, you know, I see that's not real. <laughs> and you on here turning off the lights on people. And you on here talking about you not taking any more questions. And people are giving you a, a hard time. A am I missing something? Were you talking some stuff before the game? Like, well, why is Raider Nation coming after you like this? Because I roll out of the bed and talk trash to the Raider Nation. Okay, all right, all right, okay. So this uh, is what happened. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting my, I'm getting my due justice. Uh, <laughs> but 
you, you know, the, the truth of the matter is uh, that what happened yesterday and what happened last night was embarrassing, right? Um, and you got to feel embarrassed or if you're a team, playing on the team if you're around the organization, associated with the organization, because that, that you just can't put that on TV and what they did. The lack of effort, um, just a no response. It, 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 I mean, guys, let me tell you something. It is very hard to be down 42 nothing in halftime as a pro. You, you almost have to let that happen uh, and show no resistance at all. So, I, you know, I'm, 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 look, I'm going to get it because I give the Dallas Cowboys fans and any, any other big fan base, I go at them all the time. So they're, they're coming back at, at me rightfully so. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, want, I want to switch topics real quick to another topic that, um, that you're connected to or at least, you know, should, should know about. Of course, we just lost uh, a great player. Uh, here in Nashville, uh, Frank Wycheck uh, died earlier this week. Um, he was the tight end for the Titans for many years. And it, it has sparked some conversations about about CTE. And, you know, I'm not saying Frank died from CTE. Of course, that's undetermined and no one's – I'm not making that claim. However, uh, somebody in your business who played professional football and now is dealing uh, with mixed uh, martial arts uh, certainly must have some, some knowledge of, about that particular subject. And I'm curious – um, what, what do you, what do you know and, and what do you do to try and, and best deal with, with that particular subject, even for yourself, former teammates or in, in the fight game? How real is this, uh, as something that you deal with? Well, I'll say this, um, uh, you know, obviously CT is, is real. I mean, I've had guys that I played with that, that have just struggling, you know, not, not, um, not big problems, but they do have problems and that's part of the game. I think we know and sign up for it. I'm not saying that's okay, but it's, you know, we love the game. We know what we signed up for. Um, as far as fighting, man, fighting's been around as long as anybody's been on this earth, uh, and it's not going anywhere. And I think that just with the more, more the science and information that we're getting and understanding, uh, what, what can benefit, how can guys help themselves? Um, and there's a lot of things out there, man, to, to really help guys. And obviously, I, I was, uh, I'm fortunate because I walked away from the game good. You know, I've had some surgery, shoulders, uh, knee and Achilles. But for the most part, man, my body feels great. Um, I still compete myself. You know, I spar once a week with a lot of, you know, pro boxers and pro MMA guys, um, and I feel really good. But ultimately, you always keep that in the back of your head, right, because you don't know, right? The uncertainty of being late 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever, um, always stay in the back of your head. But for the most part, man, I think the information is out there now to really to really help guys. Is it, it- – football in particular, is there a way to play the game to better protect yourself? I've heard some former athletes say some people play the game with their heads. Other people play the game with their hands. If you play the game with your head, the chances are you're going to, you know, there, there are going to be problems down the road. If you play the game with your hands and with skill and with finesse, you, you may be able to, to walk away a little easier. Well, it was both, man. I played the game as hard and as rich as I could for 60 minutes. Uh, but also on the flip side of that, I took really uh, good care of my body, and I still do. You know, even though I'm training now, I got you know still got therapists and you know physical therapists that's helped me out and taking care of my body, hyperbaric chambers, you, you name it. Mm. Um, I still actually treat my body like I'm going to be lining up on uh, Sunday. Um, but at the end of the day, I think what it's going to come down to is uh, you know guys just staying on top of it. I, one of the things and we, we're working on transitioning a lot of these former athletes over to lights out extreme fighting, especially the football players that don't have those long careers or whatnot. They want to still compete in the sports. We give them the opportunity to platform. Uh, guys are taking care of themselves a lot more, man. It's not how it used to be. 
Um, I think the NFL, by the way, did a great job at, at uh, you know at protecting these guys. I do. I don't agree with a lot of the other rules that they put in place, um, but I think that for the most part, man, they made the right direction into um, taking care of a lot of a lot of the players. Last one, you know, I've seen a lot of offensive linemen, especially trimmed down after they retire. Uh, that that seems to be a trend. A lot of offensive linemen get out of the game and they immediately drop that that you know 70 80 pounds that bulk weight that they no longer need to carry around um and even getting into things like you know boxing or sparring or whatever it takes uh to try and get that weight off you know says there's no need you're not going to be going up against you know the defensive line anymore there's no need to carry that weight around anymore like that yeah <laughs> you're not tackling nobody so why look like it right um <laughs> You know, I, I play with uh, you know Nick Hardwick. Um, he, he's probably the 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 poster child for guys that were you know three hundred plus. I remember Nick. Yeah, like a, yeah. He's at two twenty now. I just seen him at the uh, alumni week, and I follow a lot of his uh, Instagram and dieting and eating habits and different workouts. And so, yeah, man. After you get done, kind of banging your body up and throwing your body around for how many years you play, it's just it's about health. Right. And staying, you know, staying with it, staying active. And I try to tell these guys all the time, whatever you do, just don't stop because that's when those problems happen. It, it's a it's a mixture of these guys that have this head trauma or any kind of injury that creep up on with them late down the road. Just don't stop. You can't play football, work out, have a regimen for a couple of decades, and just wake up and decide you don't want to do it anymore. So the whole goal of it is to stay active, stay disciplined and just kind of stay with it. You're going to uh, start off 2024 on January 6th. Lights out 13. You're going to put the ladies on the big stage. Bantamweight title fight. Tell us about it. I can't wait for this one. Uh, Lights out extreme fighting 13. January 6th will be live in um, will be in uh, uh, Long Beach. But you can catch us on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports. If you don't have Fubo, make sure you get it. we got Abby Montez, Jackie Ketteline. These women, this is our first uh, main event uh, for a women's main event we've ever had in the history of the company. And I'm really happy with this this one because you know they they're very well respected in the sport of MMA, both of these ladies. And I cannot wait to see them get after them. And I think, in my opinion, it's going to be fight of the night. But we do have a big card, January 6th. It'll be live on Football TV, Football Sports. If people don't realize, if you haven't watched the women get after it, uh, it's you, I, I I'd be willing to bet it it'll be end up being your best fight. It will that night because they they put on a show. They put on a show, so should be fantastic. January 6th, as you said, uh, out in Long Beach, California. Lights Out 13 on Fubo Sports, Lights Out Extreme, and he is Lights Out. Sean Merriman. Sean, always appreciate your time and joining the show. Thanks for doing this. You got it, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, that is Sean Merriman. Good stuff. Uh, wow, to get him the day after, uh, unfortunately, tough stuff from the Chargers mm-hmm. last night uh, in Vegas against the Raiders, and uh, we'll wake up today. To nobody's surprise, Brandon Staley and the general manager out. Appreciate Sean joining us. John McClain will join us to begin the second hour of the program. We're wide open the rest of the hour. If you want to get involved, 615-844-5600 is our phone number as you listen to The McFarland Show on WNSR. Everyone loves Nashville right now. It's the perfect family getaway, but it isn't just known for its food, bright lights, and music. It's also known for football. The trans-perfect Music City Bowl is coming to Nissan Stadium on December 30th. Come see Auburn versus Maryland right here in Music City. The music, the food, the fun. Spend your weekend in Nashville. It's your family's perfect start to the new year. Tickets are available now at MusicCityBowl.com and on SeatGeek. Brought to you by Tennessee Lottery. 
Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Craig Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan forecast for this afternoon. We'll have plenty of sunshine with temperatures around 60. It'll be turning mostly cloudy tonight, below 38. Saturday, mostly cloudy with a couple of afternoon showers, the high 60. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. 615-844-5600. The McFarland six-pack of picks. Mm-hmm. Coming up in an hour. Justin will give you winners, and I think I'll probably give you some losers. <laughs> Is that the way it's going? Because I'm, I look like the Chargers right now making Jeez. picks. Yeah, Jeez. All just right. saying. All right, we got people on the line that want to talk, so let's go to Tony in Nolensville. Tony, what's up? Oh, oh, oh! Merry Christmas, guys! Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> that is a wonderful message. Each one of my. My boys on WNSR, y'all put together and wishing everybody, all the listeners and all the callers, 
a Merry Christmas. That was really nice. I wanted to say that. Adam Johnson put that together, mm-hmm. and um, I have that. We did this. We thought the same thing. We heard it. We're like, wow, that was really good. We gave him a standing ovation. It's very nice. He's a great American. Yeah. Go America. Uh, Guys, I'm in the giving mood. So first of all, Darren, I want to give an apology to you. You can relate to your wife. Uh, I misspoke on Jeff Paris. Not (laughs) you. You cracked me up with that, Darren. I really, I really like. My wife saw you do it. She was dying yesterday. So anyway. he actually went to Knoxville Catholic. Oh, is that right? I Not thought he Farragut. went to Farragut. Uh, everything I've read here Really? Okay. But it initially come out saying Farragut. So, okay. But he went to Catholic. So I want to give that up. Okay, well, they can be friends then. Okay, that's good. That's good news. Good start. Good start. And also, I want to give a shout-out to the Nashville Predators. You know, guys, they reach out to the communities, and the Titans, I think, could do a lot better than the Predators. I mean, as good as the Predators, they just I just don't think they do it in the sense. And with the Predators putting a new, uh, uh, they are connecting themselves with universities now, including Austin P, TSU. Uh, it's good to see that, and I think when they do these things, it just does nothing but create more interest into their own entity. And, uh, you know, I've been told a little bird's done told me, Darren and Justin, that the Nashville Cats, got a little thing on this from Austin B, uh, they're going to be playing one of their games in Clarksville at the FNM Bank new arena. That is correct. Wow. That is correct. Oh, you, so, you, you're uh, confirming his birdie? Well, yeah, the Cats have announced it. Yeah. Okay, well, then I guess his birdie was they correct. They announced it. I did not know yeah, it. Yeah, they've, got, they've released their whole schedule already. Yeah, the Cats have, yes. That yeah. is great. That's great. But Greg Pogue did not text me that. I thought he was their PR person. He, he, he's, it, he's in the executive seat. <laughs> there. I, well, I, I don't care about what he's doing to the mass, you know, to the public. I want to know why I didn't get, like, a private, you know, PR oh. announcement. Okay, well, I'm just uh, saying. Justin, you stay away from that. That's kind of like a little personal thing we don't need to get into. No, no. <laughs> Listen, they, they have their own relationship, trust me. Yeah. We, hey, we have the Justin and I have the same last name. Greg and I have the same birthday. Hey, Darren, do you think Justin got the text and you didn't? Uh, I didn't no, it's, it sounded like TV Justin. Yeah, that, that, was, that, that, like. that was more of a yes. That sounded like a Fox 17 in the mornings. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, guys, it's going to be interesting to see how Sunday turns out. And uh, hopefully the Titans can play a good game. Maybe, you know, make you, maybe uh, pull out the W. It is going to be interesting with everything surrounding the game. And with last night, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, and I'll leave on this. I'm so glad I haven't gotten involved in watching these Thursday night games. They've been a bore whether it be the big score, the little score, it has not excited me at all, even with some of them in the new uniform. It's never, it, and I have Amazon Plus. I think that's what they're on, Amazon Prime. I, I've never cared to watch watch the games. It just has, and it sounds like from what listening to y'all and the scores, I'm not missing nothing on Thursday night. So I'll just leave it at that. 
just – hopefully your team's win. I look forward to the pick six. All right, Thank Tony. You Thank you. Let's uh, let's go to Eric. Eric, what's up? I'm also looking forward to you having John McClain on. I hate because I'm guessing he's going to be here in Nashville for the Texas game, but unfortunately, you know, I'm season ticket holder. I'm not going to be at the game because I've got Christmas stuff going on at my church, so that, that's kind of why I'm not going to be at the game. But just tell John to say hello. Okay, we will. Guys, uh, two things about the games this weekend. I'm going to get to the Titans last. I actually think the San Francisco-Arizona game may be a little bit closer than a lot of people think. San Francisco played by 12 and a half. But the main reason I think that, they played Seattle twice and Philadelphia right before that, and they played the Baltimore Ravens a week from Monday night for Christmas. And it would not surprise me if San Francisco might be a little bit flat and Arizona might play them tough. I still think the 49ers win, but I think it's going to be a close game. So that was an I Eric think, special? Is that what that was? Well, no, that's just an opinion. I don't know if it's okay. Eric special. Well, I didn't know if you were giving you out to, tips. No? <laughs> well, I'm not telling them to bet money on it. Okay. Just, that's just okay. what I think. It's just an opinion. <laughs> Okay. I don't want anybody to lose their shirt of what I say. Uh, I think the <laughs> Dallas and Buffalo. I think the Dallas and Buffalo game, guys, is going to be a shootout. Although I've heard heard there could be a chance of rain up there, and I think whoever has the ball last probably will win. If I had to make a guess, I think it will probably be Buffalo because the game's at home and Dallas is struggling on the road. But we'll see about that. Another interesting game is the Sunday night game, Baltimore and Jacksonville. Jacksonville needs to win desperately. They've lost two in a row, and if they lose this game, there's possibility there could be a three way tie first place depending on what Indy and the Texans do so I, it's it's desperation time for Jacksonville and I think the Monday night game both teams are desperate Philadelphia's lost two in a row Seattle has lost three in a row and somebody's losing streak it's going to continue it wouldn't surprise me if Philadelphia won but also would not be surprised if Seattle won that was a game that was Sunday that was flexed to Monday night because so I think Seattle is going to go down swinging because I think if Seattle loses this game I think they're done at six and eight so Could they be. really need to win badly and they get Geno Titans, back, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. That helped. As far as the Titans go, guys, I'll say this. I'm a little bit nervous about this game. Everybody's saying C.J. Stroud's out. All the Titans will win. Not necessarily. They've played Davis Mills before, and I think he's beaten them. So, And the thing that was I was surprised about, when the line first came out, I think the Texans were favored by two and a half. Now the Titans are favored by three. Mm-hmm. That's a big swing. I think it's three and, and a half, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, now, I think this is well, going to be a close it's game. not just the quarterback, and as we'll yeah. find out at 3 o'clock, the Texans yeah. are beat up. Will Anderson yeah. Jr.'s not playing. they got a lot yeah. of key. None of their receivers, although they're getting Dalton yeah. Schultz back yeah. their tight end. But, Eric, they got lots of key players that are probably going to be out. Yeah, yeah. So that could help the Titans, but we'll see. But I'm just looking forward to the game Sunday. Guys, I'll get off. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll talk Thank to you. Thank you, you too, Eric. Yeah, no, the Texans, we'll talk to John. They got, they got problems. Yeah, because yeah. it it just does not look like C.J. Stroud is. I mean, he's he's out. Will Anderson Jr., uh, who's been you know their rookie. I mean, that was the young man from Alabama that mm-hmm. they took what two overall. Two overall. He's in a boot. That's not good. Um, their receivers, Tank Dell and Nico Collins, and those guys. Nope. Uh, and like I said, I think they're getting Dalton Schultz back, so that'll help, but. Yeah, this is this is honestly this is a very, very winnable game for the Titans. In fact, I they should win. Well, it's and a, they're at home. It's a much bigger deal for the Texans at this point yes. than it is for the Titans. Correct. So the fact that they they have a lot of key players out must mean they're really hurt uh, because they need to win this thing. If you're the Texans, 
Um, you know, you're not going to get too many opportunities to catch the rest of the division down like this. So, you know, it would behoove them to go ahead and try to get a win. But if they if they don't have the horses, then you know they, they may be they may may be up against it on Sunday afternoon. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. We'll take our final break. Come back. Wrap up the first hour next. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks... Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Give the show a couple of weeks. You're not going to like it. Nobody likes this show the first time they heard it. My wife hated the show. I married her. Give it two weeks. If after two weeks you can honestly say to me, you know what? I listened to every day for two weeks, and the truth is I hate you more now than I did the first day. Then I'm going to be man enough to say to you, you know what? You probably aren't that smart. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR.
You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Well, we've got more news to pass along. Tier Tart hasn't practiced all week. I don't think he practiced all last week, but played on Monday night. He has been ruled out Sunday against the Texans, but that's not really the news, Justin. It looks like it goes a little bit deeper than that. It does. According to several reports, several people, um, and people we would know, people who have been on the show, um, and namely you know Terry McCormick and, and others, uh, the Titans will release Tier Tart. Uh, now, it doesn't say when, but the multiple reports say that the Titans will be moving on from Tier Tart. Uh, Tier Tart uh, this season uh, has played in 11 games. He has started nine of them. Uh, he has, according to you know the information I get here, he's got one sack uh, this year. Um, not exactly the most productive season on record for Tier Tart. Uh, 26 years old, been with the Titans for four seasons. And according to multiple people, he will be released uh, by the Titans here. So it's uh, interesting. Well, Mike Vrabel spoke with the media today. And Mike Vrabel uh, was asked a question, I guess, from John Glennon. And he's, Mike Vrabel went on and said, Tiart, Tier Tart will be out. Jeffrey Simmons will be out. Josh Wiley will be out. Kyle Phillips will be out. And then I guess the follow-up was, if there's anything the fans should know about Tier Tart's personal reasons for being out, Mike Vrabel's response, no. Don't read too much into that one. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, okay. I mean, I, I, you you know. Uh, okay. You already know my thoughts about Mike Vrabel and the media and, and him talking to the media and all that kind of great stuff. Well, tell me. What, what, are, what are they? Uh, well, I mean, Mike Vrabel says whatever he wants to say to the media. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So, Mike saying, you know. Don't, don't look into it too much. Coach, Coach Vrabel's. Listen. Okay. Say, say whatever you want to say. The minute he walks away, the, the media reports, they're getting ready to cut to your yeah. heart. Yeah. Okay. Remember what he said about Todd Downing last year? You know, mm-hmm. he said, oh, you know, the decision hasn't been made yet. Then, then what What was it, two hours? Yeah. Two hours after the press conference? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. It's it's all right. I, I, you know, I get it. It's okay. So that's fine. But it's silly when you know it's getting ready to come out. It's silly. Like, there's no reason. Yes, there is a reason. Why? He doesn't want to answer questions about it. That's why. Well, you don't think that's going to happen the next time he talks? No, not to the degree that it would have happened if he addressed it right then and there. Oh. By the time he gets back in front of a camera. Think about this. If he had talked about Tierra Tart today, the next time he gets in front of a, a camera, the whole game would have been played since then. Is anybody going to ask about Tierra Tart after the game against the Texans on Sunday? Probably not. I don't know. Probably, though. Mm. Somebody will. Yeah. I don't think so. I I don't, myself. But, you know. He's been doing it a long time in Houston. He covers the Texans. His name is John McClain. He was not in a Christmas movie, but he'll tell us about the opponent of the Titans on Sunday. We'll do that next.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. Jury deliberations continuing in Washington, D.C. for a second day in the Rudy Giuliani defamation case. A judge determined that Giuliani was liable for falsely accusing two Georgia election workers of voter fraud. ABC's Catherine Falders says outside the courthouse and says the jury is determining damages. If the jury has a question, usually they send what's called a note to the judge. The judge then reads the note uh, and essentially addresses their question in any form. That hasn't happened here inside this courthouse today indicating that the jury is just working right on through this. Israeli defense forces confirm the IDF mistakenly killed three Israeli hostages in Gaza. It's raising more questions about Israel's military strategy. President Biden urging Israel to scale down its operations. In Chicago, business leaders and residents on the city's west side demanding the mayor reverse the city's policy to create emergency housing for 2,000 migrants, saying it's not zoned for residential purposes. This is ABC News. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. 
Three o'clock hour on this Friday afternoon. Gorgeous day here in Music City. Darren and Justin live in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. Don't forget every day you can watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. The Raiders were very busy last night. Very, very busy. But they weren't even as busy as our next guest. This man every week is incredibly busy. John McClain down in Houston. I can't even keep up with how many weekly shows he does around the country. Mm -hmm. He's got podcasts, TV and video that he does with Mattress Mac. He's writing columns for Sports Radio 610 down there in Houston. He's the man, the myth, and the legend, John McClain. John, how we doing? I'm doing great, Darren and Justin. How are you? Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Well, Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas and happy uh, New Year to you, John. And we're doing uh, better than Brandon Staley and Telesco and, and the Chargers. We had Sean Merriman on last hour. What a what a time to have him on, right? Whenever the Chargers clean house and just totally look like a team disinterested. You know, I asked him, John, you've been covering this league for a long time. I said, is it real? Like, it's easy for people to say, oh, they quit on him. They they quit. I was like, is that real in a locker room? He said, yes. <laughs> he well, said, that was pretty apparent. They did that last <laughs> night because you take a team, the Raiders been shut out. In their last two games, the Raiders are averaging 30, let's say, 31.5 points a game, and that includes a shutout. That was just one of the most astonishing things I've ever seen, and they're not going to do anything. The first thing I thought about, we all knew Brandon Staley was gone. It's just a matter of when. Telesco had hired now, I think, four coaches, so he had to go. And But what got me was Kellen Moore, their offensive coordinator, isn't even thought highly enough to be the interim coach over a linebacker's coach. And Kellen Moore was supposed to be the hot thing in Dallas. He goes to the Chargers, and he was supposed to stay there a couple of years. Play the offense was going to do great, and then he was going to get a head coaching job. Now he'll probably end up as a quarterback coach. Yeah, I thought the same thing today, John. I was like, man, that he didn't even get the interim tag, which is I don't know. Maybe it's because he's, I guess, newer. I don't. I don't know. That's that is pretty interesting. Um, but they look like a hot mess right now. Well, it's a contracted job. You're in L.A., of course. You got Justin Herbert one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You got Khalil Mack. You got Joey Bosa, even though Bosa can't stay healthy. You've got talent at wide receiver. You got talent at running back. You got a couple of good offensive linemen. It is a good job for a coach. If I'm an offensive coordinator, like say Ben Johnson from uh, Detroit or Brian Johnson from Philly or whoever who's an offensive coordinator, I want to go there. And then there's a lot of speculation with Bill Belichick, who's going to be out in New England, would he want to go out there because he's got to have total control? He's not going to work with a general manager who tells him what to do. I could see him more in line with the Raiders, with Tom Day- Tom Brady, one of his bosses, because he still hasn't been approved as a minor partner, but he will. I could see Mark Davis offering him the keys to the kingdom, and tell him here it's all yours. He doesn't have a quarterback, but there's so much competition in L.A. And either one of those jobs, you're in division with Sean Payton and Andy Reid, and so it, it's tough. But boy, if you talk about attractiveness, that Charger job is number one. While the worst will be Carolina, 
because the Panthers don't have talent and they have an owner, David Tepper, it's turned out to be the worst in the league because of his constant interference. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. So I was Hey, I'd like excuse me, I'd love to see Belichick and Tepper on hard knocks. Oh, that would well it could be gold, but it, I don't know. It may be boring. I, I, I'm sure you saw Belichick getting peppered this week with, uh, you know, the questions about his future, and he just kept saying, "We're just focusing on yeah. the Chiefs. We're just focusing." It was like the Marshawn Lynch, John. Right? I'm just, just here so I don't get fine. Get fine, man. <laughs> so you just said it. That's where I was going next because we we've been talking about it on the show. In fact, we just talked about it yesterday. The chatter: is it real? Is it not real? So you just said he's going to be out. So how is he out? How I'm very curious if that's the case, and I'm certainly not questioning anything you throw out there. But if he's going to be out, is he is he pull the Urban Meyer? I'm leaving for my health reasons. I'm going to do more things with my family. The Patriots are they going to fire him? Is he going to retire? Air quotes. How's his exit? If that's if it's indeed going to happen. Well, the reason I think it's going to happen, Tom Curran has covered that team a long time. He's been a writer. Now he works for NBC Boston. He is very, very uh, knowledgeable of what goes on inside the Patriots. And for him to come out this week and say it was a done deal after the game in Europe, for him to do that, knowing his name was on it, it would get attention all over the country. There's only two people that could have told him that and him gone with it. One would be Belichick, and we know he wouldn't. The other one would be Robert Kraft. And because you can't go with a story like that, knowing if it doesn't happen, you're going to have not just egg on your face, you're you're going to have a dozen on your face. And he's been around covering that team for so long, I trust him. And I knew before the year they had problems because Kraft is not used to losing. He was tired of the Mac Jones situation not working out. And now it's been even worse with Bill O'Brien coming in there. So I know this. I wouldn't want to be the GM and the coach there. There's all this speculation about Nick Serio, the GM, and Mike Vrabel, the coach. Well, number one, Amy Adams Strunk loves Mike Vrabel. And one of the reasons is he can pull off something, be a magician like he was Monday night. And the Nick Serio has total control there with owners who never get involved in personnel. He has final say. It's his third season. He has torn it down, rebuilt it back up, and now a team that was supposed to be the second worst in the NFL is 7-6 and six and one game out of first place in the AFC South. So I'm guessing the next coach would be Gerard Mayo, inside linebackers coach, because he played there. He's coached there, I think, 16 years in the organization. And the reason makes me think that is Carolina wanted to interview him after last season, and the Patriots stepped up and gave him a raise to keep him from interviewing. Now, why would they do that? You know, why not let him go and interview and he comes back and then they give him the raise? But to give him the money not to interview tells me they got really big plans for him. But on the other hand, maybe they want to get away from the Patriot way, which is really not the Patriot way. It was the Brady way. Yeah. John, how do the folks in Houston feel about what the Titans are going to be wearing this Sunday? They're going to honor Billy White Shoes Johnson. When the Texans are in town, how, how, has there been much reaction down there about all this that's there happening here? There was early in the season when it was announced that it was going to be Atlanta and Houston and fans down here, and that was fan flames by some of the talk show hosts. 
and they were ready to run me out of town because I said I liked it. And the reason I like it is because it's the only time I'm ever going to get to see Columbia Blue worn again. I covered Columbia Blue for 20 years, and then people forget the Oilers wore uh, the Columbia Blue for two years in Nashville before they were renamed and had new uniforms in 99. And so uh, the players, the former players, I did a column early in the year when it was such a controversy with Warren Moon and Bruce Matthews and Dan Pastorini and Robert Brazil and all those guys saying they loved it because they want to see it again too. So Billy White Shoes is one of the nicest guys I've ever met, one of the most electrifying I've ever met. Can't do the splits anymore. <laughs> I saw him a couple of months ago at a at a reunion here of the Love You Blue Oilers, and I'm so happy that he is uh, getting uh, inducted, and I wish fans would go on Google and and watch it because I think it's always interesting up there where he get they'll, they'll get applause, but very few have seen him play unless they've gone online or they're older. And Billy was just an unbelievable return guy, good enough receiver, but mainly it was his dynamic return. So this week I was asked, on all, I'm on six times a week here, and they've asked me three so far what I think about it. I said, I don't think about it. I'm thinking about how they're going to play with C.J. Stroud. Can Davis Mills went up there for the second year in a row? And all the Will Anderson Jr. being out, Nico Collins, Blake Cashman in a must-win situation. I said, if they win or lose, it won't have anything to do with the uniforms. And the players don't give a rat's you-know-what. They don't care. They don't care about the Oilers and the, and love you blue. It's the fans and some members of the media here who weren't even around then. But uh, to me, it's just not a big deal. I will like seeing the uniforms. And uh, I was asked today by talk shows, will they play the fight song, Houston Oilers number one? And I said, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. And I see all that stuff trying to get Rabel to wear a Stetson. Now, if you want to set Houston on fire, mm-hmm. you have Mike Vrabel come out mm-hmm. there and wear a hat like Bum Phillips. And Mike's not going to do that. He's got too much class. So no matter how much the players or the media want him to do it, he's not going to do it. But I think it's going to be fun. It's just going to add more to the game. But it's not as hot a topic as it was earlier when so many people were just incredulous. I have no doubts if Taylor Lewan was still playing, he would have oh, come boy. out in pregame warm-ups oh, with, well, with the hat Taylor on. Because nobody down here give a damn what he did. But when it's the head coach and Bum Phillips was the head coach, <laughs> that would be the ultimate insult. Mike, John- may have to, Mike might have to have a police bodyguard <laughs> in two weeks Jeez. if he came back here after wearing a Stetson. Jeez. Um, John, I want to ask you uh, back to the, the the previous topic. One thing I wanted to, to about Mike Vrabel and and possibly you know moving to New England. The key question for me is why would Mike Vrabel want to work for Robert Kraft instead of Amy Adams? Is is Robert Kraft a better boss than Amy Adams is if you're a head coach? Have we seen Vrabel that has stupid across his forehead lately? Has anybody seen him walking around so stupid? No, he's not stupid. Number one, he wouldn't be stupid enough to replace Bill Belichick. And, yes, he had some great years and he won Super Bowl rings, but he loves it there. You know, Amy doesn't interfere in personnel, and and he and Rand Cawthorn have a good relationship from what I understand. Mike has a big say in personnel, although Rand has final say, and those guys need – we need to see more of them. 
but Mike, geez, who want to go up there and freeze your butt off and uh, replace maybe the greatest coach in history? And Robert Kraft has been great for Belichick, pays him a lot of money, but he and Jonathan Kraft, they're involved a lot more than Amy is. Are you surprised by how well the Texans have done this year? Everybody's shocked. I picked them to win six games, go six and eleven. It's it's so interesting, Justin, because they've beaten the better teams like Pittsburgh went early in the season. They beat Jacksonville by twenty in Jacksonville. They beat Cincinnati in Cincinnati. They beat Denver here, intercepted Russell Wilson three times when the Broncos had won five in a row. Bengals had won four in a row. But they lose at Atlanta and Desmond Ritter on a field goal with no time left. They lose at Carolina with Bryce Young on a field goal with no time left. And then they just got pounded by the Jets. So they beat the good quarterbacks, and then they get beat by the bad ones. And uh, so nobody can figure it out other than it's a young team that has been overachieving all season and like the Titans, they've had unbelievable number of injuries. They're missing their best quarterback this game, two best receivers, best linebacker, pass rusher, Will Anderson, Jr. But they've had injuries all season, but they've continued to win. Before that Jets game, they had played eight games in a row, decided by seven or fewer points, all decided in the last 30 seconds, and five of them decided in the last six seconds. And the Jets game was not decided in the last six seconds. D'Amico Ryan and John, you'll know the number, but I'm just thinking off the top of my head, he's the fourth head coach in the last four years? Yeah, the other three did really struggled with, like David Culley, who's one of my all-time favorites, he had the first year of the rebuild. He didn't have hardly any talent at all. They fired David after one year. Jack Easterby was terrible for the organization. Tried to get Josh McCown hired when he never coached other than high school. The McNairs came to their senses. They elevated Lovey Smith. He did a terrible job. The offense was horrendous. Worst I've ever seen. Then they hired D'Amico Ryans and everything's great. Gave him a six-year contract, and he's doing a tremendous job, and he'll be around here for quite a while. And I was going to ask, is this one of the better coaching jobs you've You've seen an Absolutely. organization who's been through what that organization has been through over the last few years, the instability to be able to come in there and build a winner would suggest that, you know, the, the head coach must have, a, with a young team at that, a lot of rookies playing key positions here. Uh, it really, is, it, I think, is underrated because we hear a lot about C.J. Stroud, but we don't really hear a lot about D'Amico Ryans on a national scale. And maybe in Houston it plays a little differently, but on a national scale, D'Amico Ryans is not a name that is mentioned a whole lot as far as the success of the Texans are concerned. Well, right now he's number one in Vegas for coach to hear. And uh, one reason you don't hear more about him in the national media is because they, they don't have any primetime games. They haven't been flagged. Stroud's got most of the attention. But Ryan's has got a lot because everybody knows he's done a great job. And there's several coaches who've done great jobs. Nick Casario ought to win executive of the year based on what he's done with drafts and free agents but and the rebuild. But it's so funny. People think the Texans have been bad a long time. In January of 2020, they beat Buffalo in a wild card game here, and then they led at Arrowhead Stadium, 24-0 and got beat. So they've had three bad years in a row. You know, the Lions have won one playoff game since the 50s. 
but the Texans were just so bad. They made so many changes. And people around the country, well, how could you have these one-and-done coaches? Well, if you watched them play, it, it, people would understand it. Just like right now, it's they're way ahead of what we thought they would be. I'm not just shocked. I'm flabbergasted at some of these games they won and the fact that C.J. Stroud is one of the best rookie quarterbacks ever. Now, he's not going to play in this game for a concussion. They have Cleveland here the next week, Nat Titans here the next week. Then they finish at the Colts, and that game could be for the last wild card spot. And everybody hopes Stroud's out only a week, but nobody has a clue because you have to pass five tests in a concussion protocol. Wow. All right. Last but not least, John, I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. Uh, of course, in my other job, it's part of my job to keep up with uh, things like the stadium construction for the Titans. And I was at Nissan Stadium a few weeks ago for the Colts game, and I've been there many, many, many times. Uh, and as I walked around the stadium, I said to myself, they've got to get the dome right when they build this thing. Now, John, you were around for the move, as it were, and for uh, them going into what, what was Adelphia Coliseum at the time. The design of Adelphia Coliseum, people don't understand, was just to get the team here, really. It wasn't really made to be a showpiece like they think this next one will be. And I'm asking this the long way around, John. I have not been to the Dome down there in Houston. Is is it made to, in a different way, obviously, than the Astrodome was or anything like that? Is it made... In, in a way to kind of showcase the Texans in in a more prominent way and in, in a way that you know the, the, they can carry the legacy there with something special in the in the in the dome there that says it's uniquely Houston or something like that because to me the new stadium here has got to have something that is uniquely Tennessee which the current stadium does not energy stadium is a retractable roof the uh, Astrodome of course was a dome today you want retractable roofs and the reason is you want to have games out open when it's uh, weather's great because fans love for the roof to be open when the weather's good. Now, the Texans seldom open it. They won't say this, but it's a lot louder when it's closed. And the joke is, well, it's bright sunshine outside, but there must be rain within a 1,000 miles. And <laughs> so they, they've, they've had it open a few times. and They've won. They've lost. It just depends. If you're good, you're good. If you're bad, you're bad. But I would think, is the stadium up there going to be a retractable roof? No, sir. No. It's going to be a dome? Yes, yeah. sir. Well, it's cheaper to do a dome. It and, is. A billion dollars uh, cheaper, John. A billion dollars cheaper. Yeah, and the fans will uh, they'll get used to it because if it was retractable roof and they hear the crowds, they probably would find rain within a 1,000 miles to keep it open. What gets me about that stadium, and I know a lot of people worked real hard behind the scenes, but it didn't seem like there was any controversy. It seemed like it was approved pretty easily and not all this negativity back and forth about the team. And I think a lot of that goes to uh, the popularity of Amy Adams Strunk because her dad, when uh, he was trying to get a new stadium here, he had no chance. And I know Bud was always jealous that Bob McNair got one built, but the problem was Bud had been an owner for so long he had experienced so much controversy, and I think it's such a tribute to Amy and the executives that work for her that they were able to do that. They are the envy of every other team in sports that's trying to get a stadium built. Well, they just made announcements on Super Bowl sites, and we were reading them on the show 
earlier in the week. It doesn't look like uh, we'll get it in 2027, no. the first year it opens, but maybe uh, 2028. Yeah, you can't get one the first year because there could be, you know, what you have right before the first game is a big flush. Where every toilet's got to be flushed at the same time. I was out at, at Energy Stadium, which was Reliant then, standing on the 50 with Bob McNair the night before the first preseason game against Miami, and we were there for the big flush, and it worked. So that you've got to give them a year for it to operate. And when you build a new stadium, they promise you a Super Bowl. And so, you know, it'll, every, every room will be filled there. They'll probably have them all the way down to Huntsville, all the way over to Memphis, maybe Knoxville, because there'll be so many people coming, but it'll be great for the Mid-South to host one. Maybe 2028. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Maybe the Titans will be in it. You never know. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wouldn't that be a story? (laughs) It only happened, what? It happened with the Rams. Who else? Has it been? Tampa. 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 Tom Brady. Two in a row after all those years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. John, really, really appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Great to talk to you. Darren and Justin, thank you guys very much. And Darren, Make sure you tell Lauren I said Merry Christmas. Yes, sir, I will. Good, great talking Thank to you. Thank you, guys. John McClain, uh, the one and only man. Sports Radio 610 does columns down there. I'm not kidding, because he goes on, by the way, he goes on Sports Animal in Knoxville. He's been going on for years yeah. doing a weekly there. Uh, he does weekly hits all over the country. Yeah. Well, he's a walking history book is what he is. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that, I just learned The Flush. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. I heard of this. The flush. But I never talked to anyone until just now who actually witnessed the such a thing. I've heard of this, though. So you're going to need to find out. You're going to get to have to put your uh, <laughs> investigating reporter's hat on yeah. and find out Wednesday how flood, many. Yeah. Well, ev- everybody's got to. How many toilets? So, right. Well, toilets, yeah. urinal, every, whatever yeah. that has a flush button, yeah. right? The the sensor. That number will be out there. Sure. And we'll need to, that'll tell us how many people will have to be involved in the flush. Yeah. Yeah. That number will be out there. It will be publicly accessible when they uh, finish that up. Hmm. And how do we get to be a part of the flush? Well, that's a whole I'd other like thing. for the McFarland show to be a part of the flush. That's a whole other thing. That'd be fun. You probably want to call Burke Nihill and see if he can, he can probably, he can get us can in. We, you think we? Can we put our name on the list? I, if we talked to Burke. The real flush nice. list. I think Burke can get us in. Let's work on getting Burke on the show, <laughs> and let's blindside him with, hey, how do we get on the flush list? <laughs> what? <laughs> the the flush list. Come on, Burke, when you guys have to flush all the toilets at the same mm, time. Why? Before you guys do the first preseason game. Mm. Before you do s- SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> no, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Was it Re- WrestleMania? Is it WrestleMania? Yeah, it's it's not- spring, yeah. Okay, it's a spring. Okay. How do we get on that, Burke? He'd probably be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We're wide open the rest of the hour. If you would like to be on the flush list, too, you can let us know. 615-844-5600. We do that here every day before the show as well. We have Damon in one bathroom. Mm-hmm. We all just we do a flush. Uh, we'll come back. Phone calls and more discussions as Damon shakes his head. Here on the McFarland Show.
Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Oh, oh, open that one. It's for me. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Best gift ever! Wait, these tickets are already scratched. Yeah, it was me. I was just so excited. But look, we won! Tis the season for epic cash prizes. This year, give the most winning gift of all. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Let's play responsibly. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher, that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Grant Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Tuesday, our show will reside in Rutherford County, which you can listen to on 107.9. We will be in Murfreesboro, Single Tree Barbecue, 2805 Old Fort Parkway. 
Get on 24, get off at exit 78. Okay. I know there's a, a 78A and B. It's the There is. It's the, I guess, A is the one where you would go off to the right. Okay. B would be where you circle around and go back into town, right? So it would be A. Yes. So you're going to go off to a, the right. Okay. Single Tree Barbecue, 2805 Old Fort Parkway in Murfreesboro. Hmm. Okay, that'll be Tuesday's show. Thursday's show will be up in Hendersonville at Birdie Bros, 300 Indian Lake Boulevard. That's Suite E160. It's in that shopping center. It's a brand new place. Um, it's fantastic. So we're excited about those two shows. And, of course, if you can bring uh, new blankets, gloves, and socks to help us out, what we're doing on Christmas morning, that will be greatly appreciated. Tierra Tart has been ruled out. For the game Sunday against the Texans, and the deeper dive into that story is you've got the likes of Terry McCormick and mm-hmm. Teron Davenport and others reporting that it looks like Tier Tart is about to be released. So here's my thing: Tier Tart was a uh, was a was an undrafted free agent uh, signed by the Titans in 2020. Um, which for someone of that stature has done incredibly well to be on an NFL roster uh, for the last several years. Most people in that position don't get to be on an NFL roster for you know the next three to four years. It just doesn't happen that often. So congratulations to him just on getting this far uh, in the NFL. Can I look sure. quick trivia question yeah. on undrafted guys? Yeah. Who has the most touchdowns in NFL history as an undrafted guy? Most touchdowns in NFL history as an undrafted free agent. As I run down the list of so the all-time number one on that list. Mm, run down the list there. One hundred and sixteen uh, touchdowns. It's uh, one sixteen is the magic number. Undrafted guy was Terrell Owens drafted mm, from Chattanooga. I think yeah. he. Was was he drafted? Okay, late. Okay, but I, um, but yeah, because he would so be on this list. Okay. He's not on this list. He's not on the list. Okay, he's not on the so, list. So I'm scrolling through. Now I'm I'm drawing blanks here because okay. the, the the people who I know who are on the list, I could think of the school they went to and they were drafted. I've got so. the top five. Okay. okay, two of them were the same franchise. <sighs> How about that? Get my brain going now. In the other and one here. is a current player. One is a current player. Can you believe that? A current player? Yeah. In the NFL that's high on that list. Yep. Who is a undrafted free agent? <laughs> Third all time. Third all time. Mm-hmm. Touchdowns. In total touchdowns. Uh, you're getting me on this one. I'm sorry. I, I'm. Drawn. I know it's it's it, hard. It's look, this, this is obscure for me. Austin Eckler, undrafted guy. Third, yeah. he has sixty nine touchdowns. Yeah. By the way, he's going to blow by right. I mean, if, yeah. as long as he stays healthy, Austin Eckler's going to get close to pushing. I realize he had the many touchdowns. I know That's a lot of touchdowns. Uh, number two on the list. Yeah. This is you'll you'll like. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Priest Holmes. Okay. 94 yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, Priest Holmes. Number one. It's in the end zone a lot. Yeah. Tight end. Tight end. Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. Yeah. Uh, also on that list, number four was Rod Smith. Rod Smith, Denver Broncos. Number five in the Titans division, Arian Foster. Arian Foster, former UT volunteer. Yeah. Um, 
who I thought should have been drafted, by the way. Uh, I couldn't, you know, I almost couldn't believe he wasn't drafted. But that, run into the so microphone. It's a whole other thing. You just said uh, yeah, that was the bat signal. You said yeah. Tennessee Volunteer. Tennessee Volunteer. He's, he's racing Arian back to the Foster. mic. I, I didn't understand that at the time. Um, sorry. Just a little, little undrafted trivia there. Yeah, I wasn't. You. I'm sorry. My brain was in one direction. He just yeah, stopped me and, and, and moved me. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. We've got to go undrafted free agent. I actually now. saw that list today, and it sparked me. And I was like, ah, oh, because I thought it was cool. I was like, That wow. is interesting. No, I was rolling through the all-time touchdown leaders. Like, no, they were all drafted. Um, to Tier to Tart being waived, and before him, uh, the Titans waved uh, the, the the linebacker. Monty Rice. Monty Rice, thank you. Waved the linebacker. My question is this. Why now? Why wave these guys? Because you know why. Late in the season You like know this? why. I do? Is it yeah. a contract thing? No. Then then what, then why wave these guys now? Because if this is what you do when you're trying to set you're a You're trying to send tone, a message here? You're sending a message to the room moving forward. That's what you're doing. And whenever your season is lost... That's when you do it, right? You're sending the message for next year. Like, you you act or you do things a certain way. This is what happens. And there is very clear to me, without being over there every day, I've been doing this for a long time. I kind of know how this works. Mike Vrabel is sending a message to the locker room. It's very clear. Whatever Monty Rice was doing to rub him the wrong way, and those guys, you don't think the guys in the locker room don't know what's going on? Oh, they know exactly what's going on. He gone. Right? Like yeah. you said, you're you're asking a fair question. I'm not saying it's a bad question. It's a very fair question. Like, why don't you just wait four more weeks and do it at the end of the year? Like what what are you doing now? Like you're getting rid of starters. What are you what are you talking yes. about? Yes. You're getting rid of starters. These guys are healthy starters. They're healthy starters. And and by the way, healthy and, and, and yes, starters, Darren, but I want to underline the word healthy on this football team. This football team especially that has struggled with health. You are now cutting healthy players. Well, Monty Rice had you know a little social media post, you know the little je- a little emoji that that was like basically like you know, thank goodness you know again another player. So maybe his attitude was bad. Maybe he was you know, and they were like, get your lousy attitude out. I'm just speculating, sure. but whatever it was, Mike Vrabel said we're not interested in that anymore in this room. Tier Tart last week did not practice. Why? Why is he in practice? Personal reasons. Okay. Then he plays. Yeah. On Monday. Yeah. Back all week. Has a practice. Why? Personal reasons. What? Yeah. Now he's out, and he's according to people who are over people there every day. Know. People who should say know. he's about to get cut. People whose job it is. So to know. Mike Vrabel, Justin, is sending a message. Whatever Tierra Tart has been doing, whatever Monty Rice was doing. They all know in that room, and Mike Vrabel knows. And he's like, we ain't putting up with this. You want to act like this? Get out of here. That's what he's doing. And like I said, it's easy to do it when you're losing. By the way, you know who else did that this year? And what have they done since he did it? Who else did An that? An AFC no. team that got off to a really, really lousy start. And I felt like every oh, day we were talking the about Broncos. the Denver Broncos. Yeah. We're cutting starters every day. They get were. out of here. That's true. Get out of here. And what did they do? What happened? Sean Payton was not. They what? were losing. Everybody was making fun of the Broncos. Sean Payton. Every day I was like, uh, the Broncos just cut another guy. 
But I will and say what this. did they do after all that? They, was, they, they started, started winning. winning. Now Sean Payton made it a point to say in the in the off season leading up to the season that there was elements within the locker room uh, that he didn't like, and that's what got him in trouble in the dust up with the last guy uh, that's in New York now because he was saying that he left this bad culture that was here that he had to clean up and get mm-hmm. rid of there in the room. So yep. it's it wasn't all that surprising that he's getting in there since he's a brand-new coach. Mike Vrabel's not a new coach. This is year six. He knows these guys. He knows these guys. He was there when they, they he, drafted was, he was Rice. part of the decision, I right. would think, to bring these guys in. Yep. And now, all of a sudden, now we're cutting them mm-hmm. in the middle of the season. Right. And they're healthy. Mm-hmm. They're starting. Well, Monty Rice really was. Monty Rice had kind of lost it, but Tier Tart, when he's available, he is absolutely starting on that oh, D-line. man. Okay. But you obviously know something has been going on. Hasn't been practicing. Personal reasons. And now he's going to be cut. And he's out. Okay. Okay. Clearly something was going on. There's a lot. Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know. You don't know. There's a lot. But this is not not normal. I know that. But you're you're asking a good question. But the answer is he's setting... He's setting it up for next year. Like if you act this way, you're gone. This is we're not putting up with this crap. And guess what? When you're losing and when the season's not going your way, it's real easy to do that, right? It is. Yeah. Because you're already frustrated. You got nothing to lose. We've seen Mike Vrabel how frustrated he's been this year. Yeah. Right. I know they just they've won two in a row. That's great. But he, your tolerance level goes way down when you're yeah. losing. You know what? When you're winning, you put up with a lot more crap. When won, you're winning. They won two in a row? The Colts and the Dolphins? The, they didn't win the Colts game. Oh, that's right. They lost. Duh. My bad. They felt, I felt just tried like to give won. them a win over the Colts in overtime. <laughs> you're right. Wow. They had the lead. I just They, gave, they did have the lead in overtime. The they sure did. And I was, I was like, no, did, I, right. did I drop a game somewhere? <laughs> when did I? No. <laughs> I was like, they won. They won? I, when did they win? You didn't know? Did you leave? Did you leave the game early? Well, I was on the way out. I was on the way out. I saw the coach driving. And I was you didn't the hear? They won. Yeah. No. They, no, no. I know bad. they didn't. My bad. They lost in overtime. <laughs> yeah, I just tried to give them a win. Wow. So they won back-to-back games. That's right. I was like, they did? Well, they, it was. how about it was encouraging? <laughs> it was a better game. And then they beat the Dolphins. Okay. But, look, things are still not good. When things are really good or when things are good, you tolerate it, right? You, your, your, your tolerance level is higher. When things are bad, you're not. Your tolerance level, you, you're like, okay, I'm not putting up with this. Get out of here. We'll, we'll do, hey, we're, we've been losing with you. We can lose without you. That's true. And your attitude that or whatever, yeah. right? All right? We'll take a break. Come back. McFarlane, six-pack of picks next. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. 
Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes. I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, it's a Bill King Show. We are college football-centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Been a fun week, fun show today. All that fun comes to an end when I recap my picks. Justin, his the fun continues. Does Although it? he was coming off a two and four week, his yeah. worst week yeah. of the year. One good. Of course, mine was worse, so that just tells you where I am. All right. Who wins the Heisman? We both said Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. Yay, check mark. Here we go. Colts at the Bengals. I took the Colts, you took the Bengals. You were the winner, sir. Here we go. Jags at the Browns. I took the Jags, you took the Browns. Check mark, Justin. 
Bills at the Chiefs. I took the Chiefs. You took the Chiefs. Yeah, lose. Those are called uh, X's. Yeah. Eagles at the Cowboys. I took the Cowboys. Yay! Wow, I got one right. Eagles. You took the Eagles. Loss. And finally, Titans at the Dolphins. Well, I kind of told you what I thought was going to take for the Titans to win. Tua to get abducted by Martians Mm -hmm. in a UFO. Yeah. Safely brought back on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. but but not available for the game. So I took the Dolphins, you took the Titans, and and that uh, is a two and four week for me. Okay. Seems to be a theme for me. Either one and five or two and four. Mm. Uh, I was red hot for most of the season, and I have uh, now I'm a part of the toilet flush that they will have um, at the new stadium in 2027. 2027 What they've already done in Houston when they opened NRG. Yeah. And I should be a part of the toilet flush because that's what I am right now. Just a toilet flush. Mm. So I'm now 36 and 42, mm. six games under 500. Yeah. Justin goes four and two and now 44 and 34, 10 games over 500. Wow. Okay. Some work to be done. Nice. I'm, um, I'm shocked by this, by the way. Uh, I've never 